All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. <laughs> it was hot. It was really quite something. <laughs> Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So... Alt Playground, guys, if you are looking for an amazing lifestyle site, it is absolutely our recommendation. It is far more than just a place to meet sexy people. It's absolutely that. It but there's that. a lot of other fantastic features that really make it a one-stop shop for your lifestyle needs, including communities like ours, Front Porch Swingers, Come Say Hey, and conferences, which are sexy yet educational events happening across the country, which you can find on altplayground.net today yes you can you can find sexy folks but you can also kind of you know educate yourself yeah just become a well-rounded non-monogamous individual yes so head on over to altplayground.net to start your new adventure today get on over there check us out come see us at our community yeah it's bumping we got a lot of freaking people in there and yeah. a lot of very sexy folks in there yeah, so i'm the, pretty pumped about that a lot of the podcast community just lots of sexy people in general it's a good time yeah. Also, guys, Promescent, if you guys haven't visited their site to see all of their amazing products, you absolutely should. Their flagship product, the Delay Spray, has quickly become one of our favorites to use in our bedroom. But another product that I love of theirs is the Organic Lube. Yes. It is an all-natural aloe-based lubricant. And for those of you who have listened to the show for a while, you know that I'm a picky bitch when it comes to my lubes. This is one of my favorites. It does not get sticky. It doesn't have any sort of weird odor. And it doesn't make me break out in crazy rashes so it's awesome yeah it's a huge plus no rash <laughs> yes it's not sexy when you have weird red bumps all over you after sex no so if you want to see all of the products available from promescent for yourself head on over to promescent.com that is p-r-o-m-e-s-c-e-n-t.com and use our promo code which is swing 15 for 15 percent off of your order yeah get you some dick spray and get some lube <laughs> it's really all you need fuck yeah yeah <laughs> So I will say we maybe did not pick the best day for recording because it's the day before the 4th of July when we're sitting down to record this and our neighborhood is lit up with fireworks right now. Yes. So hopefully we can Not get to mention th thunder. It's also thunder. It's been thunderstorming all day. So it's thunder and lightning out there too. Yeah. Hopefully we can get through this without sounding ridiculous. So. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll try. We don't always do that, but we'll give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. So I am covering single guy tip of the week this week. You are. There's a lot of opportunity for single guy tip of the there week. There always is. We say that every week. As of late, but really as of late, because we're also, you know, we were putting together a little kind of naughty soiree that we we're going to have out of town, which we have decided to postpone at this point uh, until things kind of get a little bit better in terms of the the covid situation we don't want to you know exacerbate that yeah we're just wanting to be as smart as possible about making yeah. decisions with that kind of stuff so yeah we're, we're gonna, still going to go see our friend hannah but we're not we going are. to have a you know eight person gangbang right now no that's not a good idea and fortunately she has been quarantined for quite a while because of her job so we're confident in hannah's health and she's doing great so we'll go hang out with her and have some dinner and hopefully play yeah. But the single guys that I have been encountering <laughs> over the last fucking month, it's gotten bizarre. Yeah. And I know you have gotten some too. Well, yes, both on Instagram. And this is actually something that I've noticed a lot on the BDSM site that we've used as well. Yeah. I think there's this mentality that if you, for example, if you listen to our podcast and you hear me say like, oh, I love when Clint calls me a slut or something, you assume that it's okay for you to do that. Or if I say that I like humiliation on our BDSM site, you assume that means that you can reach out to me and say something like, oh, hey, whore, right. or something along those lines. And it happens far more than it should. Yeah. I think that there's a certain level of familiarity that people receive when they look at your profiles, especially when they're kinky. Or if they listen to the show, yeah. right? There's always that level of, they resonate with you. So they Which assume- Which is great. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that you could just kind of cross boundaries, you know? Yeah. So my favorite one was an Instagram message that we received in which I was called a pretty little slut- 
Yes. And then literally a day later, someone reached out and said, Brian is so lucky to have such a great whore like you. And yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 yeah. motherfucker. Pump the okay. brakes. Hold on. We don't know you. So that's not cool. You no. Know? And yeah, it's like the idea that they hear it being said, or they hear us talking about like slutty Mondays, right? Which we're going to talk about because you just had one. Yeah. But that's in a different context. You can't say that to somebody, to a gal, to anybody, if you don't have any kind of real rapport with them. Yeah. That's well, not okay. And I like, I refer to myself as a slut all the time. I like that term. I think it's awesome that sex positive women have kind of, well, sex positive people in general have kind of taken back that term. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the term. it used to be something that was so weaponized against sex positive people. Yeah. So I love it. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I think of it the same way as like the fat activists that are out there right now. Like you don't just reach out to them and say like, hey fatty, just yeah. because they call them as a fat activist right like that's still disrespectful and it's yeah. still completely out of context well i mean listen you can say whatever you want about yourself how other people say it you know matters right you know so if you don't know someone you certainly can't address them that way it's also a matter of when it's said for sure so for example when i'm in the throes of passion with someone naked in our bedroom or whatever and i'm called a slut I like it. If I'm drinking coffee and someone's like, hey, slut, that's not the yeah, same fucking thing. It's very different to get a, to get called a slut at a coffee shop. Yeah. Um, unless, of course, it's under certain stipulations. But No. What, what are the stipulations that we'd be at coffee and someone, unless it's you saying it endearingly or well, something? Well, I totally said it to you when you were sucking my cock at a coffee shop. But that's a whole <laughs> other, that's a story for another podcast. So... <laughs> Yeah, and under those conditions, Have the average... Have you even told that story on here? I'm not even sure. The average person can't just walk up to you and go, hey, whore. Yeah. And, you know, just keep on moving. It yeah. doesn't work like that. Exactly. You know, I call myself a dumbass all the time. You can't just walk up to me and call me a dumbass. Yeah. That's not going to be okay. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, single guy tip of the week. If your intention is to engage a couple or the perhaps female portion of the couple, maybe don't start out with, hey, you're a great slut. Or you're an amazing whore. These are not opening lines the first time you're engaging with somebody. Well, let's. I would even broaden the tip to include don't assume familiarity with someone. No, yeah, yeah. Don't do not assume that you are going to be embraced. That it's the way. same. I actually, it's the same thing when someone says "Hey, baby" in the first few messages to me. Yeah. I don't like that either. There's a level of familiarity with someone that's allowed to call me baby and right. you don't have that yet. Right. There has you there there has to be some period of time in which you become familiar with someone, right? There has to be some rapport, a friendship, an understanding. The, the typically opening, you've been inside me by that point. Right. Yeah, or about to be. <laughs> right. But typically the opening line, if your opening line includes slut or whore, you need to rethink your opening line. <laughs> Let's just, I'll just say that. Yeah. Let's just call it that. Yes. And on the BDSM site, I know that it's happening because you can list your fetishes. Right. But you know what? That But again, that, that goes back to the, the thing we've talked about a number of times, right? We can, we can pinpoint the guys who are full of shit on those sites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a 25-year-old master. Stop it. No, you're not. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Just take, just stop. You're not. Because if you're <laughs> using that kind of verbiage, we know out of the gate that you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. You know, that is not okay. That is not how you address someone. I don't care who it is. Yeah. You certainly don't address someone that way unless you've been asked to. Right. In this case, you have not. So opening line should not include slut or whore. Keep that out. Or sub or, or baby yeah. or any of that shit. Yeah. Nothing that would be considered demeaning or derogatory. Just nothing like that. Just, hi, how are you? You know, keep it simple. Just like you would if you walked up to someone in a bar or in a coffee shop. You're just introducing yourself to someone for the first time. Yeah. I doubt if you're in line at your favorite coffee shop, if you tapped the woman in front of you on the shoulder and said, hi, slut, can I buy your coffee? <laughs> that you would be met with anything other than hot fucking coffee in your face. Yeah. You know, probably don't want to do that. For sure. Yeah. Good so tip. there's your single guy tip of the week. Keep it fucking simple. Introduce yourself like a gentleman. Do not call her a whore or a slut. Yeah. Not going to work for you. No, doesn't work. I call you that all the time, but it's very different. Yeah. Well, I love it when you call me yeah. a slut. So, I don't anyway. really like whore anyway. I don't use, we don't use that term. I don't, I mean, it's nothing against the term itself. Like if you love being called a whore, that's awesome for yeah. you. But I just don't like the word itself. Well, you prefer slut and that's what I use and what Clint uses and, yeah. you know, what your intimate friends use. Yes. Let's keep it that way. I'm a self-identified slut. Yeah. But not... <laughs> but don't call me one. ...by total strangers <laughs> on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> it's too much. They're just too much. 
So as we're recording this, we are getting ready to leave town for a little R&R, which I'm pumped for. Yes, we are. It is the 3rd of July. So obviously we are going out of town for the 4th. We have three-day weekends and we are getting the hell out. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go to the most beautiful highway, scenic highway in the country, yes. which you've never been to. I've obviously done it many times. Yeah. The but- last time we were in this particular town, we're headed to the highway was closed because it's pretty much closed all winter. You can't traverse it. Right. So I hadn't had yet to get the opportunity to do it. But the pictures I've seen are just fucking spectacular. Probably one of the most beautiful views in the country. So we're going to do that. And then we're going to check it, check into our room. And then you're going to fuck my brains out. Yes, that is the plan. Because that's what happens every time we get into a hotel. Because you're just, <laughs> I get for whatever reason, hotel. insatiable when we check into a hotel. Oh, doesn't matter where the hotel is. It could be fucking Transylvania. It wouldn't make a fucking difference. It doesn't difference. matter. Yeah, it's no, it's this weird thing of like not being in your own bed. And like the idea that someone might be listening kind of turns Someone's me on. always listening. Well, I fucking hope they are. They because are I love listening. to put on a show for people. Well, the, the last time we were in this town, we had uh, this crazy crazy cool little cabin and we had a balcony that over was overlooking a creek yeah it's right? old like old wood yeah yeah log. and yeah log, log cabin and the our balcony overlooked the creek where you know people were walking around down there around like the second or third floor or whatever it was and obviously people on either side of us and of course you know uh <laughs> You suck my cock on the balcony while I was sitting in an sure Adirondack chair. I'm pretty sure you initiated it, though, to I'm be fair. sure I probably did. You were like, you know, it'd be really hot right now if you sucked my cock on this balcony. Well, it was really nice. The creek was the noise of the creek. And and knowing me, I probably was like, that is so naughty. We should not be doing that. Yeah, and then absolutely you talked not. me into it anyway. Absolutely not. That's not at all how this went down. No? No. No, okay. no, 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 no. You were more than a willing participant. Uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Just getting out of town, taking a couple of days relaxation. Uh, it's going to be fun. So if you hear some background noise it's clinking ice in our glasses we're drinking bourbon we don't normally do that but we never do that we when are, we're podcasting we're on vacation mode so one cocktail because we gotta be up early to go to the gym before we leave yeah if we have two it's all over yeah shit takes us left <laughs> turn hard yeah hard left turn to fucksville we are not big drinkers too is like <laughs> no. oh all of a sudden we're buying fucking gardettos and gummy bears at the gas station and yeah. shit goes south yeah everything just goes out the fucking window <laughs> So anyway, it's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. And then then after that. After that, next weekend, we're going to go see Hannah. And I am super psyched because I get to bang both of you apparently. Fuck yeah, yeah. It's been a while since the three of us played. My birthday. We've seen her in more of a vanilla setting. But I'd love to see her with her clothes off again. (laughs) Yes. And she asked me to take some naughty pictures while I was fucking her from behind. She asked if I would do that. Yeah, I think I should take pictures of you fucking her from behind. Yeah, that's you're probably better at that because... You know. I'm far better with a camera than you are. Yeah, no doubt. And you're far better at fucking from behind than I am. So I think, you know, that's how that needs yeah, to be. Yeah, the one time you did that, you had the strap on on upside down. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not great with a dick. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's just not your thing. Totally understandable. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We've got a couple of very sexy weekends planned. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm anxious to see uh, Hannah. We haven't seen her in a hot second yeah, since all this COVID stuff. It's yeah. time. It so, is time. It's also time for us to tell... Yeah, you had slutty Monday. Slutty Monday. So there are a couple of different components to this past Monday, but the one we're going to talk about today is the one that's, I mean, not that there's anything not exciting about last Monday because it was totally hot, but this is really interesting to me because it is, you have changed because of this relationship. Oh, for sure. And it's really exciting. I mean, In a very short amount of time, right? Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is very exciting to me. And there is a component of this relationship that I was not aware of until Tuesday Mm -hmm. when we were recording for our bonus episode for Patreon. And we were talking about it and you you told me and I I was like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. What? Wait, how, what, what's that? Yeah. I had no idea. So it really, there's levels to this this relationship with Ben. Yes. So n- not the least of which, of course, is that you are a key holder now. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy hot to me. Fuck yeah, I am. And well, It's at, had me real cocky. I've been walking around telling you I'm the boss all week. Yeah, between your national certification as a sex educator and now you're a key holder, you're <laughs> impossible to talk to I'm around the house. I'm a boss bitch, let yeah. me tell you. Impossible to talk to around the house. <laughs> and even, even Clint, when you told him, like, you're in charge, he was like, yeah, sure you are. <laughs> yeah, both of you dominant men are sitting here. And I'm like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I am now in charge. And you both just burst out laughing. Uh, yeah, okay. Like, well, it sounded okay. <laughs> yeah, you're in charge. Until one of us gets a handful of your hair. That's so cute. Yeah, adorable. <laughs> but this is a really 
you know, this whole kind of relationship that you have started with him, again, going back for those of you who didn't listen to the few episodes that we've been talking about this, you are friends with Ben. You have a friendship with him for yes. many, many years that now has turned into a sexual relationship. Right. Which is very unique because that's not something we've experienced before. No. Our friends like Clint, like Hannah, like Aiden, be, were play partners before they were friends. Right. This is very different. You are long-term friends with him and now play partners. And more to the point, you are his key holder. Yeah. And I am dying to talk about the details of this experience. Yes. Because there's so much to unpack. Yeah. Well, we made plans to see each other on Monday, obviously. And I asked him ahead of time. Well, my plan... So the last time that he and I played, obviously we talked about it. I teased the shit out of him. Yes. I stroked his cock. I sucked his cock. But I did not allow him to fuck me, even though he really wanted to. You didn't allow him to have an orgasm. No, I didn't. No. He left without having had an orgasm. And I could tell he really fucking wanted it. Well, yeah. You were... basically dry humping his cock yeah yeah he's welcome yeah (laughs) but i wanted to set that precedence of like i okay i'm gonna call the shots here i'm going to make it mutually beneficial and i'm going to make you want me because i feel like that has to be part of this whole thing for sure and so he left but i texted him and said the next time we get together i want you to I want you to fuck me, but you have to earn it first. And he said, well, what does that mean? And I said, well, first of all, you have to like really turn me on and really get me going and get me to the right place that I want you to fuck me. But you also have to promise me that afterwards I can lock up your cock. Right. And he said, absolutely. (laughs) Yes, because he ordered a custom cage. Yes. It's amazing. It's a very expensive, very nice cage. We'll get to the use of it very shortly. (laughs) Yeah. And the intricacies of it, apparently. Yeah. So we made plans to see each other Monday. Once again, I played earlier in the day. Yes. You had a sexual experience earlier in the day. Spoiler alert, it was with Clint. We'll get to that later. Very hot. But when I went to go play with Ben, I was in a completely different mindset. I will say a completely different mindset that I've ever been in before. Well, so you, so again, without giving too much away, you did have uh, a couple of play sessions that Monday. You went from playing with someone, your, your regular playmate, very dominant, to you being basically the top what was that like weird and awesome the first time for that really yes i will say i transitioned much more easily than i thought i was going to i was a little bit nervous about playing with clint and then going to play with ben because as you mentioned two very different mindsets that i have to be in to make it pleasurable for all involved but i it came pretty naturally to me (laughs) i even felt myself kind of strutting like as i was getting ready i was curling my hair and i was you know putting on my makeup and everything and i felt this like exuding confidence sure well you know again we talk about the empowerment piece of this for you and for women i think in general in this lifestyle which is amazing add to that the idea that you are in a dominant position you're in that top position and i think that changes everything it it absolutely changes the way it has changed the way you carry yourself certainly and how you talk about this because initially when this whole conversation first started a few <laughs> months back you were not sold on this idea no you did not know that you, whether or not you could pull this off no you just didn't and now that you have kind of taken on this role 100% you totally can pull it off fuck yeah you know you have the ability to do that and at the same time also continue to be your submissive self yeah I can do it all. I'm multifaceted. Yeah, totally. You are a lucky man. Do you yes, know I that? Am. Yes. Oh, yes, I am. Geez. <laughs> yeah, but no, as I'm getting ready, I mean, I'm starting to think through the potential scenarios. I'm thinking through like what it's going to feel like when I actually cage him. And it's giving me all of these weird thoughts and about myself that I've never really had before. And I felt really confident. I felt like a badass. Well, was there any trepidation at all by the no. time you, between the time you were getting ready and... There really wasn't. I was not nervous. This was not an an anxious time for me at all. I got ready. You came home. We kind of kissed on each other a little bit. And then I left and I went to meet him. And t- when I got there, I told you we were going to sit and just kind of chat for a little bit, hang yeah. out. Uh, we had a drink together, just caught up a little bit. And during that time, it was not sexual at all. But all I could think about was him getting his hands on me and sure. me getting my hands on him. Well, it's that buildup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was not, there was no nervous energy whatsoever. That's not what this was. It was so comfortable. It just kind of came naturally. It was so sexy. No, at no point you were 
second guessing it like ah, this is not a good idea no. i probably shouldn't do this this isn't really my thing not at all Apparently not even not. a little bit i was so turned on by the whole thing so like i said we sat we kind of just talked a little bit i we could we definitely flirted a little bit there were some flirty eyes going on and you know there was one point when he kind of got a little bashful and looked away and i said like what are you thinking about and did that whole like game you know yeah very coy yeah yeah totally when you both know you just want to fucking like get naked with each other but you're still playing like oh were you dragging it out purposely a little bit to make him Fuck wait? Yes, absolutely. Did he know that? I'm not, I think so. But I mean, I definitely called the shots throughout this entire thing. So I'm the one that finally had to say, okay, we should go play. Really? I want to go get changed. Actually, what I did was I put, I tucked a little uh, piece of lingerie in my purse to change into because I really wanted this to be, I wanted to entice him. I really wanted this to be a situation where, and everything I did getting ready had that in mind. So I was completely moisturized. My nails were, you know, really well done and my hair and my makeup were perfect and all of those different things because I wanted to make it a true experience for him. So I had this little piece of lingerie tucked away. It's my little pink chemise thing that i have that's like silky Mm -hmm. and it feels so good against the skin and so i was thinking of all of that i was truly thinking of like how am i going to you know get all five of his senses going and get him just so fucking into this whole thing well of course let's not forget the last time you guys were together you basically made him i mean you made him wait he didn't come you know i'm sure he probably jerked off by the time he got home he was (laughs) cock in hand but you didn't really, you know, he wasn't satiated. Right. So he's got to just be going crazy at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much time was, you, first of all, I'll say this. The buildup for me was brutal because I got home. You basically were dressed and ready to go. You just waited for me to get home to say goodbye to me and left. Which you, I kind of did on purpose too. Well, so you could see how I looked. and Yeah, but it was also like three plus hours that right. you were gone. And it was just brutal because I'm, I'm like, this has got to be incredibly hot. Like whatever's going on has got to be really fucking hot yeah you know so it was just yeah it was a huge build up for me (laughs) so yeah we sat and probably talked and just had like i said had a drink it was probably about an hour before i finally said i'm gonna go change and we so we went to his camper we decided to play there for logistical reasons right and so i told him to wait outside of the camper and i was going to change into my lingerie so even as i'm changing i'm you know spritzing on a little bit of additional perfume and i'm kind of fixing at my makeup and just making sure once again that it's just this top-notch fucking experience for him because knowing full well afterwards i'm going to cage up his cock right so i get changed get myself all ready i call him in he i'm laying on the bed and he comes in and you know of course remarks that i look nice and you know that he wants to get his hands on me and i said well then you should take off your clothes so he took off his pants and his boxer briefs and i immediately started sucking his cock and i was doing every oral trick i could possibly think of once again i wanted this to be premiere in every way. So I was like licking the tip and then deep throating and then changing up the tempo and using both hands at one point. And I'm like, I'm really going to town. I'm even kind of slobbering a little bit. Like that's how you know it's a good blowjob when For it's sure. all sloppy and you don't even give a fuck. I love that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> And I'm touching on his balls and I asked him if that felt good and he said yes. So I kind of started sucking and licking on his balls a little bit. And so he's moaning. And at one point his legs even kind of started shaking a little bit, <laughs> which I loved. Did you have to back off? Oh, to, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, he, this can't end already. No way. So much buildup for this. It can't just be done. So yeah, I quit sucking and I asked him if he wanted to go down on me and he said, sure. So he uh, started licking my pussy and it was very nice he did a really nice almost nibble on the lips which i love it wasn't painful it you know not a bite necessarily but just a little like nibble with the teeth just to kind of get the blood flowing and get me excited and it totally worked i absolutely loved it nice and then he started kind of sucking on my clit a little bit and then he got this idea for a second that he was fucking in charge of this whole thing because he started teasing me Really? Like he started licking and sucking on my clit and then like he could tell I was getting close so he'd back off. And finally I that's was like... That's ballsy for a guy that's about to wear a cock cage. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, just being playful. I was like, well, don't be playful. I want to come. <laughs> and he's like, okay. 
So, you know, goes back down on me and makes me come very quickly. And then he starts, he's like, do you want to come again? And I said, yeah, of course I do. So he started licking me and fingering me at the same time. He has two fingers in and he's doing that wonderful little like come hither motion with his fingers, which gets me going so fucking hard every single time. And I swear to God, it was like 20 seconds after I came the first time that I came again. It was very quick because I was once again in this mindset of just complete sexual freedom. And I felt so fucking hot. Oh, I love it. Well, you were in charge. It's a different, it's kind of a different space for you. Yeah. You know, different mentality. Totally. Where normally, you know, you're, you're certainly not dictating play. Right, you're not directing traffic, so to speak. I think I do it more often than you think I do. But. Well, not not like that. Not like not that. Not telling you what to do necessarily, but I definitely know how to get what I want with you. Well, yeah, and with Clint probably too. <laughs> but still, it's more of it's much less of a dominant role for you. Oh for yeah, sure. Yeah, for you know, sure. You're very much the you know the bottom in these situations. So this had to be just different. It was hot. I liked it. So he finished licking me and then I asked him if he wanted to fuck me and he said yes and I said well not yet. So I was still kind of teasing you know. I had like condoms sitting out and ready but wasn't opening them yet or anything like that and just started making out with him and I really liked this moment. So we're both kneeling on the bed our hands are all over each other like his hands are in my hair, my hands are in his hair. I'm kind of like rubbing my fingers down his back a little bit and we're just making out and it felt very connected like nothing strange the fact that you guys were friends no that's what i that was the only thing i was concerned about yeah yeah that's what i love so much about it is that there was no weirdness there it was like just this obviously very highly sexually charged moment but it was also it wasn't just that it was just like a moment where i was just appreciating him does that make sense yeah like yeah, it's easy. Felt- I mean, there's a there's a connectivity, obviously. You yeah. Know, there's a familiarity, and just a level of comfort with someone that you know. Yeah. But I was con- my concern was that it would be just a little too strange for you because this is someone too that you familiar. Yeah, yeah. Were real familiar with. Yeah. But not in a completely vanilla way. No, I think it has translated so well into sexual chemistry. So it really wasn't an issue. But we're just kneeling there, making out with each other. And I think there was this moment where we stopped making out. We were just kind of looking at each other, almost as if like, is this still good for you? Because it's still good for me. You know right. what I mean? That just look in our in each other's eyes. Yeah, just some cool. validation. And also cool that we can do that because once again, that's not something you do with someone that you've only been, you know, that you've known for a few weeks or a few months right. or something. That has something to do with the fact that we've been friends for a long time and we know each other like that. Yeah. Not a, like that, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but there's, there's again, there's that familiarity and an understanding between the two of you that most people are not going to have in a couple of months. Yeah. You know. It was cool. So then it was time for him to fuck me. <laughs> According to you, I guess. Yeah, it was. So, you know, he got himself ready to slam on in. I laid on my back and he kind of got on top of me and very kind of slowly entered me at first. Really? So I kind of bucked up my hips a little bit so that he could get a better angle. And I said, you are going to have to fuck me harder than that. And he said, I figured as much. <laughs> Pretty much just, again, dictating policy, exactly how you want it. Yep, exactly. Were you giving direction? Oh, I mean, for sure. I mean, at one point, like I had my hips off, my hips and my ass are like completely off the bed. I'm holding myself up like bridge style and he's fucking me. And I mean, it's it's good, but it's not quite the angle I want. So I told him like exactly how to position himself to fuck me exactly how I wanted and he listened to everything I said he was super into it fucked me very very well and then at one point I kind of laid all the way back and I had my legs up kind of like frog style <laughs> doesn't sound hot when you're talking about a sex position you call it frog style but froggy yeah yeah you it's know what I'm doggy, talking but about froggy yeah like your legs are like up and bent, yeah. you know? So there's like plenty of access to get everything that he wants to get. And he pulls down my top and starts grabbing on my tits and I tell him harder. And then he starts sucking on them and I was like, bite them. So it was interesting because I was still getting some of that sensation that I like, the more rough sensation, but I was telling him exactly how to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, you were basically manipulating him to do what you wanted him to do and you like it harder and that's what you had him do. Was he at all surprised, do you think? That you were telling him, bite me harder, squeeze me harder. No, we've had so many conversations about that at this point. Yeah, no surprise there at all. So you you had open conversations with him about what it is exactly that you want in a partner. 
prior prior to, to this, this and separate yeah absolutely yeah. yeah it was not a surprise and the other thing i liked is that he was not hesitant about it there was no like oh should i do it this hard or I, you know we trusted each other enough to i think he knew that i was going to tell him if it was too much or if i didn't like something so there was no weirdness he just fucking leaped into it and it was awesome nice yeah so he fucked me like that for quite a while and then i asked if i could ride him and he said sure so i kind of sucked him a little bit again just to kind of you know get him really nice and hard was kind of thrusting with my fingers back and forth a little bit and then i climbed on top and was fucking him and he went a little soft which is totally fine so i got off and we kind of just made out a little bit and we were kind of touching all over each other again and he was like i'd love if you you know took the condom off and really gave me another blowjob would you be willing to do that and i said absolutely so i did and i was once again going to town deep throating i was you know asking him how much he liked the tempo and really kind of getting his feedback because once again this is something that like i want to make sure yes i'm topping him but i want to make sure it's as as good of experience for him as possible sure so gave him a what i would consider a pretty fucking good blow job and then i put on another condom got on top and fucked him again but it was obvious that like there was at that point some like we weren't going to get to the point where he was going to come it was right. very obvious that that was, that was what was happening here. So I got off a lot. I mean, I came during this whole thing, including the two times that he was eating me out. I probably came, I don't know, five or six times. It was fantastic. So no issue on my side. When we stopped and we were kind of talking about it and he's like, honestly, I think I kind of built this whole thing up in my head a little bit. And as far as like the key holding portion of it and the, the anticipation of being caged i think was not necessarily like overwhelming for him like it was a negative thing but more so just like he was so excited that he let that get the best of him yeah it got away from him a little bit he was just too he was too fixated on that yeah so we had a really good conversation about that we talked about the fact that like obviously he fucked me and it was great and i had a great time and i came and everything was great on my end and as long as he's okay with not coming right before i lock up his cock you know that it's not the end of the world right and i think i that put him at ease we talked about how like past partners for him have not always been as understanding or as had have had as high a sexual iq when it comes to men and their orgasms i think there's so many people out there that assume like sex ends when the man comes that's just how it is yeah that's that's, crazy it's bullshit and it shouldn't be that way for so many reasons not the least of which is sometimes you're just not going to be able to come and that nobody should take that personally yeah i don't think it's it doesn't necessarily define sex it just doesn't yeah but what i really loved was while we're having this conversation we're still touching on each other i think at one point even like was reaching down and kind of stroking his cock a little bit and he was getting a little hard and then i think that made him almost a little bit nervous like he thought i was trying to rev him back up so i told him this is just touch i'm just touching you this is us connecting via touch and i love that that's important to me no matter what the situation is. And right. that lowered all the walls when we had that conversation. So he was, that. you think he was concerned that you were trying to get him to have sex again? And he was, yeah. it was just, it was, he was just in his head with it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think he was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to get as hard as I need to be in order to fuck again slash come. Right. And he didn't want to have that pressure. And I didn't want to put that pressure on him because sure. this was supposed to be a really mutually beneficial situation. My only concern, like I said, was the fact that the plan was to cage him right. after we had sex. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, you may be caged. For a while, because we've talked about the fact that, like, I'm not going to uncage him again until we see each other again. Yeah, which could be, like, a full-on week. So, are you going to be able to be caged for a week having just had sex but not come? Right. That was my only concern. But he seemed okay with it, so... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's very much in tune with what he wants in this relationship, it sounds like. To me, the conversation that we had seemed very comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good for him. Yeah. So I kind of started, you know, getting dressed and getting myself put together and everything. And he was like, so should you, are you going to still cage me? <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, I'd like to. And he's like, okay. So he goes and gets it. And <laughs> I, everything has to be some fucked up thing for me, right? Like, too, am I quirky? Is that the right word? Quirky is a good word for you. I don't know. I'm not coordinated for sure. No, you are so uncoordinated for someone who is a, a, a ballerina. It's unfucking believable. <laughs> yeah. Trip over your own feet. It's bizarre. Trip over the crack in the sidewalk. I've seen you do it. 
multiple times. Yep, seen you do it. Yeah. So I'm definitely not coordinated. And sometimes it's really weird, but I have, <laughs> you know this, I have a really hard time connecting my brain to my hands sometimes. My dexterity just isn't really there. Yeah. So putting this cage on him was a true challenge yeah you said it took like 30 fucking minutes it took so fucking long so first of all he's explaining to me like exactly you know what the cage is and like how it works and why he got that specific cage and everything and then he's like okay so this it's like a ring that is going to go over everything so in other words his balls and his cock both have to go through this ring and it's not very fucking big it is not a big ring i'm like how is this gonna fucking work but I'm like, okay, we'll figure it out. So I'm like trying to stuff in like one ball. And of course, I'm being super, you know, gentle at first. And Mistress K gave me some tips on how to, because she even told me, she's like, the first time you cage him, it's going to be fucking awkward. Like, yeah, you're going to sure. be weird about it and just try to play it off. And she gave me some tips on things that I could say that would make it less awkward. Of course, fucking Goober Brenna doesn't use any of those things. Nothing None like of to them. ease the, ease the mood. Right. I, I'm like, I'm like, these are fucking slippery. Why can't I get these through the fucking hole? Like, I'm just being so fucking. It was not sexy. Yeah, I'm just going to say awkward. that. Not sexy at all. Well, not for me, maybe for him, but probably not. So anyway, I'm trying to stuff his balls in here. I get both balls through, and then I have to somehow fit his cock in between like his two balls to get through the hoop. Yeah, so you're stuffing a sausage casing, it sounds like. There's literally no way. Like, it's not fucking happening. So finally, I'm like... <laughs> how the fuck do I get your cock through here? And he's like, well, I'm not supposed to be hard while this is happening. He was like still semi-hard. That's not good. So we kind of waited a couple minutes and then he just kind of, at one point, he just kind of like stuffed it through and somehow made it work. And I was like, okay, so it's on. But then you still have to get the cage over the cock. Right. So once again, his cock is not completely soft and I'm sticking this cage on and the cage is specifically sized for him when he is flaccid. Right. So when he's even just a tiny bit hard it's fucking impossible it's super uncomfortable i'm sure oh yeah so so then i finally kind of get it on like it's not all the way on but he's like i think it'll kind of settle out it'll be okay so then i take the lock and there's like this little you know hole at the top where the ring and the cage connect to each other and the lock goes through that hole to connect them both right and so i stick the lock on i get it locked i have the two keys sitting there his cock does kind of settle into the cage a little bit. It was really weird how it worked and sexy too. I actually found it very erotic. So he's kind of all situated at this point. Took a long fucking time. And then he's like, well, it's on. Now what? And I'm like, well, now I'm going to fucking tease you. <laughs> so I started licking on his balls again. <laughs> Just cruel. <laughs> and he's, you can tell, get like, you know, his cock is like pulsating a little bit. And he's like, oh, <laughs> And then I started licking his cock a little bit through the openings in the cage, driving him fucking crazy. He loved it, though. Like, he was making these noises like it was painful. But then you look at his face, and I sat up at one point and looked him in the eye, and it, you could just tell this was exactly what he fucking wanted. It was, that was, that's probably the portion of it that he was the most excited for anyway. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So then... Thanks again, Mistress K. We go inside. I take one key and I hand him the other key. And he's like, oh, wow, you trust me, don't you? I said, oh, no, no, no. I do not <laughs> no, trust No, I do you. not. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to take that inside and find an envelope. And I'm going to write my name. Oh, I'm going to close it up inside the envelope. And I'm going to write my name over the closing so that if you open it, I'm going to be able to tell because it'll be ripped over my name. And he's like, oh, okay. So you went into the office and <laughs> we did went this. into his office and got the envelope. And I, you know, and I very ceremoniously wrote it too. Like I was writing it all slow and like looking up at him while I was doing it. I even put a little like smiley face at the end of it. <laughs> And he's like, you are liking this way too much. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fucking reveling in this shit right now. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was very hot. And so, you know, I hand him the envelope and I get myself all put together and I leave and I have the key with me and I come home to you. Yes. And you're, again, you, there was a, a whole nother sexual scenario earlier in the day between you and Clint. Then you went later on, hours later, and played with Ben. Very different situations, very different energy exchanges. Oh, so much. Yeah, just a whole, the dynamics, totally different. So when you finally got home, which again was the better part of three plus hours later, 
all these ideas are running through my head. I have no idea exactly what's going on, but I know it has to be really good because he's been gone a while. And his office and where he's where you guys were is five minutes down the road from us. Like, no, literally. it's probably 15. Well, only because it's kind of a weird route, but it's a you know, mile and a half, two miles. It's not far. Yeah. It's just a weird way you have to go. So I was just... I knew that the entire time wasn't in travel. You were playing. Right. So I was. it was really building up. So by the time you got home, I was rare on the go. I, we didn't spend much time small talking. We ran right upstairs. No. It was I just too much. I did come home with the key, though, and I was kind of showing it to you and everything. And you're you like, did. so how does this feel? And I'm like, oh, I love it. I yeah. really did love it, too. It's. I knew you would. I knew that you were way in your head about the whole thing and that yeah. the experience would be it would just be exhilarating because it's not something you've done before, certainly. And every time we do something, or particularly you do something that you haven't done before, you're always in your head about it. And then afterwards, you're just happy you did it. Yeah. You know, the excitement. It's kind of like getting on a roller coaster. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't like want to do it. standing in line, you're like, oh, fuck, what yeah. am I doing? Well, this it's is all not good when you're good. in line until you're the next one in line. <laughs> oh, totally. Then you're fucked. Yeah. Right? Then you then do it. Then your heart starts beating. Yeah. And you do it. And it was great. And you want to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I, I knew you would really dig it once you got into it. Well, so, and leading up to it was the anxiety part. Day of, once I had fully committed and decided I was doing it, that's when it became sexy. Well, when you got home, like I said, we barely had any small talk at all. We went right upstairs. And the energy that you were putting off was so different from what you your normal energy. Yeah, how? Like, well, I mean, again, with, with us, you're, you're always this, you know submissive when it comes to our play. But anytime there's been a situation like when you you played with Derek once in a while and you topped him, your energy was very different and you can feel all of that coming out of you. Yeah. And in this situation, while you were super submissive, but at first it was almost like a little petulant, like you were fighting it a little bit. Yeah. And and then you weren't fighting it as much as you were like you were bucking the the system a little bit. You know, you were being How? A, what you, did I do? I don't even remember. Well, just in just your body language and mm-hmm. just how you were you know, I would grab your hair and you would kind of pull away and pull in another direction, like daring me to pull it harder, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And, or holding you down and you were resisting a little bit. Yeah, like I remember forcing, resisting when you were on top of me and you were yeah. holding my arms down and I like bucked back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, forcing me that. to yeah. do it harder. Yeah. And then, but it was like, once once I did, you just gave in completely. <laughs> and it was just all, it was just a different level of energy that you were giving up. Also, you had played with Ben. Then, of course, you played with Clint earlier. So you were, your energy was spent anyway. Yeah. You know, and so you had to basically give up all that energy and all that power to me. And I could just feel it. It was, it was just an incredible sensation. And then, of course, as you're telling me how this whole thing went, it was super hot because even though I'm in complete control of you and you're totally submissive, you're telling me bits and pieces of how you were in control of somebody else. Yeah. It was really a juxtaposition. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah. But super fucking hot. Dang. Yeah. And it was, our sex was fucking hot. And it, it was just, it was, It's just intense. So then you learned on Tuesday because we did a bonus episode for our Patreon members. That whole thing ended. You and I had sex. Next day, we're doing a a bonus episode for our Patreon members. And we're talking about the fact that Ben is also seeing someone else. Well, you talked about it. I wasn't. We were just talking in generalities about what happened because we always tell the patrons about what we're going to talk about first. Right. But then you threw out there... Because we were talking about how long he's going to be caged. Right. You know, I said, well, what if you don't see him until Monday? And you're like, well, he's seeing somebody as well. Um, my mind was blown. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's got a, There's another woman he's seeing. And of course, you told me, yep, she's 100% on board, full consent. She knows what's going on. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. How often does he see her? And you said, fortunately, I guess for him, she lives out of town. So usually like every 10 days or so span of time. Yeah, they're not seeing each other all the time. Right, because yeah. that could have been... Totally Disastrous. fucking weird. Yeah. So I. So yeah. You told me that, and I thought, holy shit, there's another component to this thing entirely. So basically, you're topping Ben, who I'm assuming is the dominant force in that relationship with his other gal. Yes. And then you and I are. You know, you're the submissive to me. So you're topping me. me. I'm topping Ben. Ben is topping this other yes, woman. Yes, yes. There's so much going on there. It's like a seven-layer dip. What the fuck? Yeah, all kinds of shit happening. I wasn't aware of that. I had no idea, which I thought was fucking amazing because the first thing I'm thinking is, okay, if he sees her, he's going to have to ask you permission to take this cage off. Yeah. So then I said, well, so how are you going to provide him permission? What are you going to do? And you said, well, he has to earn it. Yeah. Which I thought was fucking amazing. And she's on board. Yeah. She totally gets it. 
fucking weird and yeah. awesome at the same time. No, it's awesome. It's 100% awesome. <laughs> Yeah, 100% awesome. Yeah. So then since then, I have been teasing him from afar. So like, for example, this morning, I sent him a picture. I think I sent him a picture of my ass, like bent over with just a thong on or something. And I said, wouldn't it be nice if your hands were all over this again? And he said, yes, it would. (laughs) And so then that led into this whole like sexting conversation of like me wanting to suck his cock again and having his cock at the back of my throat and like, didn't it feel good when I was deep throating you? And he's responding back with like, oh my God, I want this so bad right now. And then I texted him later in the day. I was like, so how are you holding up? And he's like, all he writes back is horny. Like, yeah, it's gotta yes. be a rough gotta be a rough go with that cage after you're just driving him fucking crazy with pictures and shit I love it so I wonder does, what is their relationship is, is, is she playing into this in any way shape or form I don't know form? enough about it to, no? to speak to that it'd be, yet it'd be interesting to, to know what that's like yeah he and I had a very brief conversation about it so well I like the idea that she obviously is fully aware and committed to the whole thing and you know he has her consent obviously to to go this route which i think is amazing and so yeah i just the whole all those layers it was like mind-blowing and it's all just kind of like fitting so well together like i said there's not the weirdness there and like you seem really into it and i'm into it he's into it and it's just fucking working well then we've also said of course we're not talking about a poly relationship here that's not what i'm getting at or alluding to at all we have discussed obviously a number of times now we cannot discount that possibility. Right. We also have said at this moment, and this could totally change down the road, if we were to bring on a third person, be it a man or a woman, whatever, we think it would work best if that person also had another partner. Right. And this situation really lends itself much like Clint's situation. Clint has a, has a, a girlfriend as well who is also fully aware and, and all that kind of stuff. Those relationships really seem to be working well for us. Yeah. I mean, they really do. And and up until recently, Hannah has had a regular playmate as well. Right. So all of that, like when there's another person involved with someone that we're regularly playing with, that seems to be the best fit for us. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I'm not sure. Is it because there's not too much energy being or emphasis being placed on like the connection with us? Well, if you think about it, it, well, we haven't had the best luck with... Let's. We can't speak to the to the gals, but for single guys, you have had a situation where at at least one of them got a little too attached. Yeah. Who was not seeing anyone else, obviously. Right. And that's not the best scenario. Yeah, but I think that would if if you're referring to Gerard, and yeah. I think if Gerard and I were to hang out now. Or meet now, I should say, and start playing together, it would be a very different thing. Either A, because I would have the language to explain to him how I'm feeling about too much familiarity, or I would be willing to open up that conversation with him in a little bit different way. Yeah, potentially. But I don't know, for whatever reason, these relationships just seem to work out the best. They're the healthiest, they are the longest lasting, most for, for sure, and they just seem to be very easy to maneuver through. Yeah. So for whatever reason, they work. So when I when he when you said that, a number of things clicked. I thought, holy shit, we just talked about this about having a you know someone who being involved with someone who had someone else as a as a primary, so to speak, and then of course the whole idea that there's another person involved in this energy transfer, sexual, sexual energy transfer. <laughs> well, again, it's just layers, right? It's it's me topping you, you topping Ben, Ben topping his partner. It's like it's just it's just this crazy kind of chain, yeah. you know, but it works, which is really interesting. I like it. Yeah, me too. And the fact, of course, that you are really owning this situation is very, you know, it's really sexy. Yeah. So, I mean, that whole dynamic, you know, you and Ben, that whole thing is just working really well for us personally, for you and I. Yeah. It's a, it's a great situation. I dig it. Yeah. Much more to come on this. This is not the last you've heard of Ben. No, no, no. This I is can the tell beginning. you right now. <laughs> Only the beginning. Yeah. There's no telling where this might end up. Well, I think it can go in so many different directions. That's why it's exciting. It's not For just sure. about like caging him and teasing him. I think that there's a lot more to explore here. Well, yeah. Yeah. Once you've gotten to that point, I mean, what else, anything else is on the table. Or I think it can morph into different things. It can morph into different types of topping, different types of domination. For sure. That maybe have nothing to do with caging, but are still along those same lines of, you know, creating some level of... Like of, protocols of some kind or... Yeah, something along those lines. I think he'd be open to that. Yeah. I, well, again, anything is possible at this point, certainly. 
all of it seems to be working. There's never been, up until now, certainly there's not been any hesitation or any kind of trepidation. Right. Everybody seems to be on board. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about it. So stay tuned. And you'll also hear more from the first half, I should say, of Slutty yes, Monday. coming up. That, uh, that episode we're going to hold on to for a little while and you'll see why. But I'm really excited to tell you about it because, of course, anytime I'm with Clint, it's fucking steamy as hell. It is. And this was very special. Yeah, it was. Very special. So, guys, we have an anal plug sitting on our table that we're giving away as soon as we are done recording here tonight. To so, be fair, we have four anal plugs. Only one is in the box and new. That's the one we're giving away. Yes. So if you're already a Patreon member, you may be uh, receiving that from us very shortly. But we do have two additional giveaways coming up. And those are just one of the bonuses that we offer to members of our Patreon community. We also have bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers every single Tuesday where you hear about this shit before anyone else does, as well as behind-the-scenes info. We offer Naughty Snapchat, where I show my tits quite a bit. Yes, you and do. And then we also have our Telegram group, which we just had someone from Asia that joined the group, which means we only need someone from Africa and Antarctica Yes. in order for us to have someone on every single continent. Yes, yeah, so if you're in Africa or Antarctica and you're listening, jump on board. Do people We'd even love to live have in you. Antarctica? Is I'm sure there are a few. They're cold. Like full uh, year round? I'm sure. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sure. They're fucking tough. Yeah. I get cold here, so. Yeah, it's cold enough here. I can't imagine that. (laughs) But yeah, jump on. We have so many cool conversations that take place within uh, Telegram. It's everything from literally tits and ass to barbecues and cooking and just fishing, all kinds of Lifestyle topics, you name it. Absolutely. And also, guys, keep in mind that if you're on our Patreon, you're supporting our content and the show. So if you enjoy what you're hearing right now, if you want to see us continue to really move the show forward, you can be a part of that by heading over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers, checking out our different tiers and jumping on board. We would so appreciate you for doing so. Yes. And our newest Patreon members this week are Daniel, Itwan, Justin, Cranston, and and Brett, thank you guys so, so much. Yes, much appreciated. Hope to see you on Telegram. Fuck yeah, yeah. What else do we have? Oh, we also, guys, want to thank those of you who sent us new reviews or provided new reviews for us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. We are going to start highlighting some of those. So if you have not already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, we hope that you'll consider heading over there and leaving us a review because it's awesome of you and it shows your support for the show and we would love it. And also, if you are not already subscribed on whichever platform you're currently listening on, do so because then you hear when new episodes drop. Yes, jump on over to YouTube as well. We got a bunch of cool stuff going on over there. And thanks for everybody who's already signed up. Yeah. And you can find us on Twitter at FPSwingers and Instagram at FPSwingers2. Assuming you have a real profile and it's not a bullshit one where you might be trolling us. Yeah, we've had enough fucking trouble with Instagram. <laughs> All right. What else do we have this week, Brian? Anything? Uh, no, I think everybody should have a great fourth. Be safe. We're going to enjoy our They're weekend. They're going to be listening to this after oh. the fourth. We hope that you had a safe fourth. We hope you did. Yes. And also that, uh, you know, you have a fantastic week coming up. Yeah. And we're going to go start our fourth of July weekend. So uh, We kind of already have. But uh, certainly we're going to continue that, no doubt. Yes, absolutely. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally. And they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks. And also, it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.